Hello everyone. Inflation is one of the main topics in the news these days. The consumer price index was 7.9% for the 12 months ending February 2022, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics most recent report. If you want to hear more about the consumer price index, the CPI, go back and listen to my previous episode. But what I want to riff on today is the deflationary effect of technology, how things are actually getting cheaper per unit of consumption. In the United States and in much of the world, the US dollar is used as a currency and or as a reserve currency. The dollar has gone through many iterations, many versions since the inception of the United States as an independent country. The current iteration of the dollar, which is known as the Federal Reserve Note, came about through the creation of the Federal Reserve by the Act, the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. So for this discussion, I will use 1913 as the benchmark for the dollar. In the 109 years since 1913, the dollar has lost 97% of its value. Said in a different way, a dollar in 1913 would have the purchasing power of almost $29 in March 2022. This results in an average inflation of about 3% over that 3% per year over that time period. I often hear people, usually people who have been around a while, older people, grumbling about back in my day, a house cost $20,000 and my first car was $100 or something along those lines. So I'm going to use houses and cars as examples. They're also big ticket items, some of the, the biggest items that most people own. So if you'd bought a new Ford Model T, in 1913, it had set you back $600, which is roughly $17,000 when adjusted for inflation in March 2022 dollars. With that $17,000 today, you could get a brand new Hyundai Accent. And in, that, in the Ford Model T, you would be getting somewhere between 10 and 12 miles per gallon of gas. In the Hyundai, you'd be getting 41 miles per gallon. The lifetime of your Model T might be 30,000 miles if you're lucky, and you'd have an insane amount of maintenance. You'd have constant oil changes, constant leaks, constant things to fix. The Hyundai will get over 200,000 miles, change the oil every five to 7,000 miles, whatever they recommend these days, and you won't have any issues. This, that thing will run forever. So those two factors combined mean that your cost per mile driven is significantly lower today than it was in 1913 or any point in between. I'm using the extreme example of, you know, of course, a 1913 car is <laughs> an entirely different animal than anything in between, anything since. But to continue this metaphor, this example, the Hyundai has air conditioning, it has Bluetooth, it has navigation, and I mean, most importantly, it's capable of speeds over the Model T's max, which was 42 miles per hour. At least with the Model T, you could get any color you wanted, just as long as it was black. Personally, <laughs> speaking for myself, you couldn't pay me to take a Model T, much less anything made before, I don't know, I'd, I wouldn't want a car older than 2007 or so. 
the improvements in safety and performance are just, they're so significant. And one more thought on cars, and this is an episode in and of itself, but the whole transportation industry is full of mispriced externalities. Gas and oil are the most obvious example here. If you priced in the impact on the environment or the fact that a huge amount of gas comes from adversarial countries, I'm talking about Russia lately, is <laughs> in the news, Venezuela, um, several Middle Eastern countries, it's funding dictators and even terrorists. So a lot, of, a lot of mispriced externalities when it comes to transportation. Okay, switching gears. Housing. I, talk, I said I'd talk about housing. The median home in 1913 was $3,395. Sounds nice, doesn't it? But a lot of, because a lot of people pay more than that in rent nowadays. But adjusting for inflation, that $3,395 is just under $100,000 when adjusted into 2022 dollars. And you know what else? The median home of 1913 had about 1,300 square feet for a median household of 4.6 people. Today, the median size of a home is 2,500 square feet for only 2.6 people. So the cost per square foot per person is significantly lower. And the size of the homes aside, that's not even bringing in the amenities that are standard on homes. Close to none of those houses in 1913 would have had indoor plumbing or central heating and air conditioning. And then stepping beyond that to even more superficial stuff, they didn't have internet, they didn't have garages with automatic doors, electric lighting and electric refrigeration. I could go on and on and on. Microwaves, toasters, running water, <laughs> hot water on demand, all of it. Once again, you'd have to pay most people in wealthy countries to go back to those conditions. They just wouldn't do it. And this principle doesn't just apply to cars and houses. Broadly speaking, in free markets, things get cheaper per unit of consumption as time goes on. As Scott Adams says, but of course, there are obvious exceptions. Medical, you know, med medical expenses and education, tuition expenses come to mind as some such exceptions. Now, my point in saying all of this is that 7.9% inflation sounds scary, but you zoom out and you look at these things differently in a, in a broader timeline, and you'll have more appreciation for what an incredible privilege it is to be alive right now. I once heard Dan Carlin, the host of the Hardcore History podcast, one of my favorites, say, and I don't know if this is his quote or he was quoting someone else, but he said, when people ask why I wouldn't want to live in a different area, I reply with two words, modern dentistry. So for me, indoor climate control while living in the Sun Belt, fresh fruits and vegetables year round, and instant access to information are some of my favorite results of technology in 2022. What about for you?